Don't tell like me. I feel like I'm losing all this juice. Away. I want to keep the juice going. So don't don't, don't lose the, the juice. juice. <laughs> go, OJ, go. No juice. <laughs> Just don't lose the juice, guys. Uh, that's, um, that's, my, that's my favorite line from Ready Player One. There's no juice. <laughs> <laughs> like you're saying, no, it's, it's so good. So, so there's things like with RoboCop. I I saw I saw it in in Austria, but it was the it was the R rated version. All like all censors, so, so like you notice right away. Oh yeah, like I think it was even like the worst like version. I think it was like so much the violence was cut down. So it makes it not as oh that one was a fun one too. Oh, yeah. the heart, the from Yellow. Yeah, it was, like, all these fucking big brands. Like, you need a fucking heart because everybody's heart is fucked in the future. Yeah, a good movie I think actually explores that realm as well. Repo Man. Oh uh, yeah, Repo Man. Then I think it was too long. This is CJ Law. And this is Benji, your kid glove killer carver. Last last time's homework was to watch Robocop, a, a film that uh, came out in 1987. And me and Benji have talked about this movie uh, <laughs> quite a bit. And uh, we frequently rewatch this movie. At least once a year, I think that's what you uh, said. Once a year, yeah. <laughs> At least once a year. <laughs> so just give me a give me a time frame, and I'll be like, oh, I, I guess I watched it twice this weekend. So, yeah. but uh, unfortunately, this time I, I fell asleep during the third act while doing oh. doing notes. Oh, uh, yeah, Steve, uh, how how did you watch this movie? Uh, so I had seen it many many a times over the years, but uh, I unfortunately did not study this week. 
Um, yeah, I just don't have but, any. Yeah, and I don't have a copy see? of RoboCop. But what movie did you see that's based in the RoboCop <laughs> lineage? So I did watch uh, Robo Vampire. Uh, <laughs> Devil's Dynamite. That, that is Robo Vampire Two. We were watching some of this before we started recording. It yeah. is choice. It's a so, very good choice. Kung Fu yeah, RoboCop does basically show up. So you did watch RoboCop. You did yeah, watch yeah. RoboCop. Just, just not that RoboCop. Just the Joe Livingstone uh, version of RoboCop. Godfrey Ho. <laughs> yeah. You are a king among men. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. So, I see. Uh, it, but yeah, I definitely uh, recommend it. It is on Amazon at the moment. I don't know if it's going to always be on Amazon, but it is on Amazon Prime uh, as well as the third act of uh, Robo Vampire as well. That, that so, so you just typed in uh, RoboCop to, to yeah. Amazon Prime, and that's yeah. what they gave you. <laughs> and, and it was like, well, you that can was pay for RoboCop anyway. uh, for free. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you could buy RoboCop, but. You could also watch Robo Vampire too, <laughs> and uh, I think we might need to watch Robo Vampire. Yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, if you can give us some Robo Vampire money, that'd be great. Yeah, so. or just give us Robo Vampire one. <laughs> like uh, we get two and three on Amazon. But, oh, uh, two and three. <laughs> what the fuck, Bezos? So we don't know the origin story. Yeah, well, well it, it's no. on there. You just got to pay for it. <laughs> So, so getting back to Robocop it, for yeah. free for sure. So getting yeah. back to it, we, we, we did. So uh, CJ and I, uh, we watched uh, Robocop, Paul Verhoeven's Robocop. I like to add that like a Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. It's Paul Verhoeven's Robocop because there have been many other Robocops well, now, made afterwards. We, we just so. passed the 30th anniversary, and there yeah. has been already yeah. another Robocop. That is not in the same uh, man, universe. I like I Jose say. Padilla a lot, but man, that movie. I actually think the first the first ten minutes, I'm on before yeah, he gets blown up or before we have the whole uh, uh, that, that setup was. But terrible. I love the Sam Jackson stuff. It's really like Alex Jones, you know, like dro- androids. You know, he he replaced the Sam Jackson's character in the new RoboCop. He re- uh, he replaced the the commercials that. Yeah, the the, pro- the propaganda commercials from the original films. But what you, the number one thing that's missing, and I think we all do agree, is the gore, yeah, the violence, of course, the that, suffering, and that the was, reality of what this movie's really going for. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of movies today that are are trying to, you know, the yeah. Predator, for instance, or you know, old movies that are known for that kind of thing, um, repurposing that in the new the remakes, and and it seems like it, it always fails or it gets replaced by CG, which is very it's a fine line. But, it's a fine line. You know, um, yeah. There is a fine line, and because what's satire? Yeah. What's you know? Like I think this movie, <clears throat> the violence when the violence happens, it's funny at first, but it's also very intense. Like it's yeah. like I was saying, it's you like can a body see the totally, a to- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally see the difference of the the real effects versus the yeah. CG effects, and they're a lot more scary in the originals. I, I think you know CG isn't bothering me so much anymore. It's just that the sense of censorship, like going to see, like even like the new Predator movie, for example, like it's R, but it's like still kind of PG thirteen. Yeah, it's like yeah. you got to really commit <clears throat> to going the gore. Like for example, like the Evil Dead remake. I think really steps up the gore level a lot, even though a lot of it is CGI or they say it's practical kind of thing. But I think that if you just do that, I think that's like the biggest sin. I mean, even RoboCop 3, I love Fred Decker. I actually think RoboCop 3 is a good movie. They just took out the violence, like the actual, like, yeah. what makes... The real threat of yeah. what RoboCop's got to deal with on the streets of yeah. Detroit. Mm. 
so I think that's like the <clears throat> major issue of, of that we see that it was just, it's just like the self censorship like oh we shouldn't go that way or you know yeah. one way or another I think but I think that's what what makes the original oh like, yeah, yeah. and and and, <laughs> and we we're also playing uh, RoboCop as we were watching this on on Steve's projector and. Uh, and we we're about to get the Ed Two Hundred Nine scene, which, uh, by the way, um, this is the unrated version. This is so, an unrated version. Huh, uh, yeah. So the NC Seventeen X version we were watching here. So, which is uh, an extended scene of just yeah. a poor guy getting blasted by uh, the corporate version of RoboCop, the Ed Two Hundred Nine, going haywire. Oh yeah, and, uh, Phil Tippett, Phil Tippett, the creator of Ed Two Hundred Nine. <laughs> um, I think this also kind of connects in. There's a couple things when I was rewatching it. I, I feel like in the extended universe of Paul Verhoeven movies, yeah. uh, Total Recall and totally. uh, Starship Troopers are in the same world. Um, I feel I think. they are too. Yeah. Um, uh, but futuristic, uh, like dystopian yeah. Phil, uh, law. Yeah. Rob Bottin, Phil Tippett doing all the practical effects, or you know the the suits and stuff like that. Um, and from there, very talented uh, guys. Yeah. But I was mentioning uh, at the board meeting right over there, you have Johnson. Johnson's also like Chief Reed. I feel like those two characters—they're in all three movies. They are serious. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, oh, go Robo. <laughs> no, go Robo. I was gonna say, yeah, hey, me too. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> I, I well, let's talk about Johnson and, and Reed. Uh, so Johnson yeah. and Reed, I think, are the two main characters that. Are the callbacks? So they're the connective yeah, yeah. tissue to the trilogy of, of RoboCop are. and the history of that. It makes it seem like you're yeah. watching the same RoboCop all yeah. the time when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> even though, even though it gets like it kept it well, consistent through all the, the films, so I, I think the violence gets worse in in two for no, sure. No, no, it does. It, well, it, it kind of has its moments for yeah. sure. Which, by the way, the Urban drilling of the Kirshner, oh my god, Irving Kirshner. <laughs> Directed Directed that. Who also did Empire Strikes Back? So it's a darker sequel when you get. Yeah, it's actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a a better sequel. This is guaranteed. It's a guarantee. This is going to be. I wouldn't go so far as saying RoboCop Two is a better, better sequel than RoboCop. (laughs) I mean, but well, I think he he did like a a James Bond too, and you know, it was like one of the Roger Moore ones where I don't know, I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about, Steve. But oh, um, since he just watched them all, with the the Bond, never seen it. Irving Kirshner did a Bond movie. I want to say it's Living Daylights, but. I could be wrong. It's never say never was, again. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Is it yeah, that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that necessarily wasn't the darker one. Of it the, was the one that was not officially Bond. I think. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's Legal Bond, but yeah. issues or something like that. Well, it was like yeah, Sean, Connery dude, Sean Connery came he, back again. Yeah, yeah. He came again, back. It was uh, after Lazenby, right? Yeah. Uh, or, he came back. Yeah. Last Demons are forever. No, no, and then he came yeah, back yeah. again. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. came back like after another movie. Yeah, and it was under another. It wasn't under uh, Sony. I think it was Warner Brothers. Yeah, 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 it was one of those things. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, would, I like to point out that back there <laughs> was just literally Steve like working the fucking. Oh yeah. Damn, <laughs> like, yeah, savage destruction. And then on this whole... here's our extradited version. We know we're watching like, the proper holy version. Holy shit! And he destroyed. There, there it goes. Sometimes you can't like once it's plugged in, you can't stop it. That's the thing with uh, electronics. Oh, that, yeah, like, very scary. That's in like instantly like. No, we're gonna yeah. cancel this project right here. Yeah, that was a very bad audition for this guy, Dick Jones. Dick Jones. Who, uh, we'll we'll see more later. Uh, I guess this savagely this, tries uh, to get his. Uh, this version makes way more sense, uh, honestly. See, seeing this version, it makes a lot more sense yeah. as to why they're like, oh, you know what? We need to use RoboCop and instead, <laughs> yeah. of, instead of this, instead this big, motherfucker. It's like a walking tank. Basically. Yeah, he has yeah. no fucking conscience of like what's no good conscious. or bad. Have you ever seen Chopping Mall? 
I've I, I actually heard of it and I've wanted to watch well. it. Yeah. I think I showed so him that, the trailer for that's it. That's trauma or no, no, it's yeah. not trauma. It's it's um I don't know. It's 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 an independent like horror film from the mid eighties. But uh, essentially, just imagine like Ed Two Hundred Nines were like let loose in a mall after oh, dark. Oh god. And then just like, but also like, but they're miniaturized. They almost look like R two D twos. It's almost like it's almost like um, BattleBots meets Dawn of the Dead. Nice. Like, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it is. You know, it's, that's what I got from it. Like, like the, it's like these little rolling little BattleBot dudes yeah. like killing people in a mall. Yeah. It's like all those they get stuck in there after. The leftover sources are the black like hole, that. like Disney, yeah. like series, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Un- unused bots and yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was. It seemed like it was an inventive movie. Yeah, to uh, watch, but I still haven't watched it. I like to also <laughs> point out the uh, the great Miguel Fierro we just recently lost. You know, oh, last yeah. year or two years ago, actually. Uh, a great actor um, and also George Clooney's cousin. Ooh. Whether he'd like to talk about that or not. Is that um, true? Yes, it is. He's, uh, yeah, he, Jose Fier, his father, <laughs> is uh, related to uh, Clooney's dad, Dang. I believe. Um, oh, yeah. And oh. so, or, or whatever. <laughs> I don't well, know. I want to say I was first introduced uh, to him from uh, Blank Check. He was the bad guy. He was. And, uh, that kid stole a million dollars. Yeah. And he always has that same almost persona in every movie. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with me. But he's, <laughs> but he's, he's pretty sympathetic in this movie, though, too, where he's just like, he's just the typical entrepreneur, capitalist guy, yeah. but at the same time, like, if I, here's the thing I also was watching this, is that, is he just Dick Jones, but just younger? They're dressed the same, their hair's the same, he's just a younger Dick Jones. And I, and I feel like maybe that's just, like, a, a mirror image of how it is in real corporate, uh jobs too where it's like yeah. there's always an up and comer there's always yeah. gonna be the guy going after your job you gotta like yeah. <laughs> you gotta stay ahead yeah, but, but exactly. here's the guy who comes really into play that <laughs> he's he's really the linebacker of the story Clarence Bodiger right here yeah I would play. say this is probably the best performance of the whole movie is yeah. this guy uh, I think all these all the whole crew is great from Leon uh, yeah. to uh, what, what I always forget his name but the, the Emil, guy Emil uh, yeah. his name's yeah, Joe, I mean, um, there's a Steve in there, yeah. and, and Bobby. <laughs> can you fly, Bobby? Can you fly? Yeah, this is where he's like, "Can you fly, Bobby?" And Anybody. he just sacrifices one of his own to, to crash a police car. That's, that's well, just Bobby burned nuts. the money also, so yeah, he kind of so, had it coming for a no, while. No, no, that's why he so, chose him. I think yeah. like, you, like his next thing is like, "How can I kill you?" Because you fucked up. But um, yeah. oh man, the guy that gets on the ground with the guy that popped the doors. Yep. Oh man, that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is this is funny. This is like a lesson in continuity. I, I always tell people because like, the oh, oh, yeah. oh. pulled an old western move on him. Yeah, Leland Palmer. <laughs> um, so if you take a look at this, I always say this is a lesson in continuity. Is look at the front window of the cop car in the okay. scene in the shootout. Okay. It keeps cutting back between like it's a clean window to like. Oh, I never noticed that. Before. Oh yeah. Oh, the close of the graphic. Uh, Crappy kneecap, so I was getting blasted off. Okay, so he got so, shot. So, so he got shot. Car's fine again. An example of that. They were definitely like trying <laughs> yeah. to save money on that oh, yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> or they filmed a bunch of runarounds. There's a lot of coverage. Edit. I think yeah, it's just a lot of coverage yeah. that yeah. like yeah, cuts in between there. Yeah. Just, just not good editing. Ah, once you bust that window, once you bust good again. The window's busted. Well, then you're gonna have a guy. At least they had a guy through it after. Yeah. Good stunt work right there. To swerve with a guy through a windshield. Yeah. 
I think actually, as we've watched this, uh, Chris and I many times, and, and Steve as well, mm-hmm. even though you watched uh, Robo uh, Vampire, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is that you realize that like the the characters that you really care about really after after you've show. seen it, you know, a dozen times is. You don't. You don't really care about Murphy anymore. Uh, you really want to know about the other guys. Yeah, like you yeah. want to know about Miguel Pierre's character. It's not a boring, yeah. uh, character-driven movie. It's, this has got yeah. character yeah. development. What's up with Kurtwood Smith? The whole movie, <laughs> exactly. Like I want to see a whole movie just about Clarence Botter. Me like, too. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like I was. It's yeah. like one of the reasons you stuck through uh, the '70s show because, like, that guy. Oh, yeah. uh, Dumbass. Anyway, like, Dumbass. I wanted to see him like just unleashed because he. <laughs> He's just so great in this movie, and he doesn't do that in that. So it's kind of see, it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of, it, like he has his like, he, it's like likable now. Like, he's just, but he's just a working class guy working at a hardware store. You but know? every time I see his <laughs> face, it, it's just so. like him and what's his name, Eric. It's like every time I see their faces, it's like you know, it's Kurt Wood Smith from yeah. RoboCop. I don't, I don't think of it. But, but would you? I, I kind of think that. Like what? But what, Eric from Seventy uh, Show, like he'll always just be Eric to me. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't work in any other movies. Oh. He does. Here comes one know. of the you know like this scene would never be filmed ever again uh, in the, the guy modern day. Guy taking a piss and then you know Lewis, which we haven't talked about. Uh, Nancy. Uh, Nancy Allen. Uh, Nancy yeah. Allen. There. She's great. I always get her mixed up with Karen Allen when I always say that. Like, uh, but I think from, yeah, yeah, I think they're Marian, both. Yeah. They're from the same era, but. Not Nancy related, Allen, technically also the backbone of, of of the series, but uh, third clearly wants to get out of there, and so they you know they give her the the heave ho yeah. from the in the first fifteen minutes yeah, um, but yeah I think like a scene like that and also just like like is kind of the worst partner you can ever ask for, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's a script issue. I really think no, that yeah. like because if you watch like she has his back throughout the movie, yeah. but. This time it was a little too much, I yeah. think, and that's what they wanted to show. Is like, this was just going to be a solo yeah. thing with, with okay. Murphy. Oh yeah! By the way, this guy when I was rewatching this, um, with uh, <laughs> this guy in the hat over here, like, don't we don't get a character name or anything? I guess he was in the truck. But oh oh. Oh, this the guy. first scene, oh, yeah, yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was watching the hideout while they were out. That's yeah. what I think he was doing. Uh, and yeah, he got, uh, he already got shot. So that's and he shot, but he like we, we never know who this guy is. No, no, he's, like he's not one dude. of the he's not one of the, the ragtag team. Yeah, he was uh, watching the the hut while they were down. Yeah. He's just kind of chilling yeah. too. Yeah. By the way, would you buy that for a dollar? Would you oh, buy that for a dollar? Let's let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. I think I counted it in the in the movie. They say it four times, I think, in the movie. Mm-hmm. But that line just sticks out. I'd buy that for, for a dollar. dollar. So, did you hear about the original ending to the movie? Because you know, it's like that abrupt ending where you know he says he's Murphy. But mm-hmm. that I guess there was an extra scene where the guy who I buy that I for a dollar gets like like gets arrested for like like some sort of like embezzlement or like oh, sexual geez. like assault or something and that's that like ends the movie yeah like what? they they kind of just like silence this whole like character that you, <laughs> they, he's got like the number one line in the whole movie yeah yeah it's a very memorable line yeah and makes no sense to the movie but it's just funny because you see it on TV well, <laughs> and there's just like some yeah. weird thing going on while he's say, saying it it's interjected though with yeah. the commercials like, yeah. I feel like if, if the Good commercials timing, weren't yeah. there yeah, that's like, why it makes you remember yeah. Like, yeah 
But I think it's just like, what is this show? Like, it's like some sort of <laughs> like candid camera. Some, yeah, variety hour oh. type of show that everybody watches. The, the guys Carvey Taco Bell <laughs> variety it, it hour. Kinda, it kind of yeah. has that, like, yeah. uh, like the idiocracy feel. Like, mm-hmm. you could definitely see they, they got, like, ouch my balls from, from that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, the uh, headline news. Oh, here comes the, uh, the other scene that made this movie oh. uh, X-rated back in its day. Yeah, um, he gets the most gruesome yeah. freaking death, like, just blown apart by shotguns. Yep. What I mean... It? Let's count the shotguns. This is one, <laughs> two, three, four. Five, maybe. Five shotguns, <clears throat> yeah. But look, look at Bodiger but, also, like, yeah, this, five, this five, scene, like, five. watch what he's doing in this scene. He's, after, you know, this very famous scene with him shooting off his arm. Yeah. Uh, look what he does. Like, he actually, um... There's something very methodical with that character. Um, and as you watch this, but yeah, it's a very, very tense moment here because this, uh, this is where like uh, the, our hero is, uh, is, de- uh, is dies and then is reborn. So it's kind of, it's kind of his Jesus story. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Paul Verhoeven loves his Jesus stories. Like yeah. for, uh, you know, he, he recently re- he wrote a book on his interpretation of Jesus, which I would love to see. I mean, it's probably yeah. like Showgirls meets uh, Robocop. <laughs> and with a little dash of basic instinct. So, so what we have here is the shotgun scene with Bodiger. And I feel like like you, you get all this suffering. But look what Bodiger does. Like He kind of steps aside and just lets them... I'm kind of like, I'm just going to like sit by and see what, what these guys are going to do. My, my gang. So something I, I wanted to kind of talk about when I was telling you about the CJ is um, is the, uh, the death of Murphy and the resurrection. Uh, the eighties, I feel like, especially had a uh, thing with body horror. We have a lot with the David Cronenberg movies, but I think also um, so. I, and kind of when I was watching this the, the other day, I made a list of films that I think every like major like action horror director had some sort of movie, so, I mean, I think the top list for me is Body Horror for David Cronenberg's Videodrome, which you can really call back to, uh, with this kind of movie and stuff like that, like, it's such a technology consuming your life, and, and vice versa, and then you can kind of go into more of the supernatural with, uh, with Clyde Barker's Hellraiser, I think Hellraiser, again, uh, it's also another movie that confronts a lot of, uh, biblical allegories. And then you also get um, Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. Have anyone seen Deadly Friend? Deadly Friend. So Piercy Swanson plays this uh, teenage girl who's like from this abusive home, and next door is this guy who's totally like you know doing her window, obsessed about her kind of thing. Piercy Swanson from Buffy Vampire Slayer, and she's um, her father one day uh, pretty much. Really dark, dark film, but because this next door neighbor kid, he's actually like obsessed with like reanimating parts. Um, he comes back in and like essentially like takes her dead body and then puts him her in the basement and then recreates her as this like cyborg girlfriend. And um, it's a film that a lot of people haven't seen. It's not great, but there is one <laughs> amazing death scene from the the, from the woman who's in uh, Moody's from escapes yeah. me she has an amazing the death mom, scene yeah. yeah the mom Goonies and uh, but I really think like, that movie has a lot in common with this I think, I don't know, I've seen the 87 86 
Um, but then you also get into, like, George Romero with, like, Funky Shines. Uh, again, like, this sort of fit all-American, you know, like, very stoic, you know, very yeah. stoic person who's his, uh, his ability to walk. Yeah. 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 And he's when Funky does yeah. You see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, well, yeah. And you can see. Well, actually, I think in a lot of ways, the monkey actually kills the people that they have it kind of coming. You know. And it's, it's, it's like they have like a bond. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's hate this person. Well, it's it's funny. It's it's one of the greatest love stories. I'm not condoning any sort of weird love, monkey love, or anything like that, but uh, but I think if you take a look at that movie, uh, the relationship between uh, our main character and Ella, the monkey, uh, is definitely, I think, there. And I, I think it also connects back again with Robocop. I mean, we're watching the scene right here where everything's from his point of view. Yeah. Um, his body is a cage. I mean, like, the, the proportions of it, you know, from the story, like, I think that's the nothing with the, the death of Murphy and the resurrection of Robocop. Or the the creation is like you kind of get that again. Like you also go with the extent of uh, if you remember Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Um, it's controversial. Yeah. It's, it was slapped together by New Line after the first one. But I feel like um, yeah, the, the teenage party. It's more uh, what, what is Freddy Krueger? I mean, at one point even Robert Englund was like not even put in the movie. They were shooting him in extra in makeup. Um, and very little. But I, I, I think there's, there's a fascinating thing that's going on in the 80s that you see that with, like, for example, like, and I think Robocop is sort of maybe the most, like, um, intelligent, like, upper class kind of, like, level of dealing with it, where essentially, like, you as an individual are trapped or have been killed and somehow find resurrection through a weird sort of, like, your technology, your supernatural powers and stuff like that. Or, and, uh, I mean, I also, I mean, I say video drum with the fly. Is, I think the same year, probably. You did with your building. Yeah, 86, 87. And The Thing, another version of that. Uh, I think, again, like a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of men trapped in the Arctic and this creature that's essentially like morphing into their bodies, you know, and all this and like that. I think that's really something that's, that's kind of there. Um, I, I, I would like to see why that, specifically in this time frame, this has been created. And you haven't really seen that as a like, prevalent film for some sort of of filmmaking where um, you see like modern day technologies like you we have this like fear or a uh, diversion towards technology or or supernatural. But we I think in the eighties they specifically were really buying or something like that. Something like that well, I feel like the Yes, throwing the hammer at the screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, are are you saying now that our iPhones <laughs> are are literally our uh, our our crutch, are pretty much the mirror to our society? Yeah. When that when that commercial came out, yeah. So, do you think Steve Jobs is either Dick Jones or Miguel Fier? I think uh, he's more of a Bezos type dude. <laughs> Bezos. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's well, in it for the money. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I wonder if... to be the richest motherfucker <laughs> out there. That's... <laughs> well, then, well, then what is, is OCP? Amazon? It, see? Told you. Or is... Omni Consumer Products. products yes, dude, Amazon. Dude, that's, that's what it is. totally what it is. We got everything. You I told you. You want it? We got yeah. it. See? But isn't Elon Musk the one who wants to build Delta City, though? <clears throat> so, essentially... I, I, I thought he wanted to build uh, spaceships... Personally, I don't know but... what's up with Bezos. Like, uh, do you I don't think you really? Man. He's not. Is he like a private funder for all these spaceships and hyper uh, and hyperloops? And I, stuff? I hope he's doing stuff like that with all his money. You know, like I don't know. trying to trying to make the world a better place. But you know, it seems like the National Enquirer is after him right now. <laughs> not sending so. people their packages is kind of worse, though. <laughs> Still haven't got Water World, yeah. bro. But so then, who's Dick Jones? <laughs> Who is Dick Jones in today's society? Dick Jones. Man, he's he's kind of like a Donald Trump, really. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a scene coming up soon that I think that. But uh, Dick Jones is smarter than Donald Trump. Uh, I'll give him that. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, there's you can go down a whole rabbit hole of society. Yeah. I, mean, I won't go there. Yeah, I won't go we'll there. there. Like, but I think um, I think there's a scene coming up that particularly that he represents a a Trump era um, colleague. That yeah, I think totally, that yeah. that definitely is there when he confronts Miguel Fierro's character. But what is Miguel Fierro's character? I'm blanking on this right now. What Miguel Fierro? What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? Oh, uh, Bob. Bob. Bob Morton. Bob Morton. Yeah. So Bob Morton. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Chris, by the way, has like four pages of notes. I have like I really half really of like half of an iPhone screen of notes. Mainly, I was obsessed with this body horror thing. Oh yeah, Bob Morton. <laughs> um, by the way, what is what is number four? Dude, what's 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 your uh, dr- dude, director? I, I can't wait to show you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Chris, I've got a question. I wrote, for you, I wrote the prime director down. How many people die in this movie? Oh, I have yeah. no idea. Come on. Fifty-eight. Come on, we got we got IMDb over here. <laughs> this guy's more accurate than IMDb <laughs> right now. <laughs> Scan of the trivia. Yeah, uh, I'd say fifty-eight, but I, I'm not sure. That's what is the total? Uh, it's so high? 30. It's higher? thirty. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did I say fifty-eight then? But how many how many players <laughs> in part two? I feel like part two they 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 let a rip on a lot. Of Maybe a uh, series total is fifty eight. Oh, here and here you go. Here's, <laughs> the, here's a callback that Frank Miller took to Sin City. The, the, the gun. gun yeah. What's the what, what's the gun, <laughs> Chris? We know what this gun. I don't know what I don't know anything about that gun. Yeah. I thought it was fabricated just for Robocop. Yeah. Um, it's also in Sin City. Bruce Willis fires it, it, it off. It does make an appearance in Sin City yeah. and in uh, Ready Player One. Oh yeah, that's right. Um. <laughs> hey man, hey we all. Oh, hey, you know what? You're 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 getting on a hot topic. You know, hot topic. <laughs> <America. laughs> but you know, but you know what Robocop is? It's all about hot topics in America. So you know, you, so you got you got to press that yeah, button. You're gonna that have, button. Yeah. Yeah, you're so gonna have to burn it at some point. Burn so, yeah. down hot topic. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I think I think the American malls have, have been doing that for the last decade. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but I used to shop there all the time. As long as you get movie T-shirts, like RoboCop. Yeah, right. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, they're still Marilyn Manson T-shirts. Hey, man, I found mine at, the, at a water fountain at the last Marilyn Manson concert at the Fox Theater. So you know, uh, well, gross. my girlfriend found <laughs> it. No, no, no. Me, me, and my friends used to do that. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Oh, man. <laughs> I think well that's the thing is like we didn't know any better. Can you I mean, imagine if, if you we were told 10 years your, older. If if your parents gave you money to buy a Marilyn Manson t shirt, that would not happen. 
97. Unless you were Brian Warner's parents. I think Brian Warner's parents was pretty were pretty cool. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Uh, let's talk about Marilyn Manson. Why can't we talk about him? Let's go to front directive. Yeah. Are RoboCop's prime directives? Do you, does anyone know? What is number one? Uh, public trust. Serve the public. Protect trust. the in- innocent. Two is protect the innocent. innocent. Yep. Uh, number three is uphold the law. Uphold the law. Yeah. And then, at the very end of this movie, you find out there's a uh, directive four. But there, it's but on the screen. It's it on yet. the screen when they show it, though. It says <laughs> when pri- it's blank. It, yeah, it, it, it is classified. That's why. That's why I wrote it as a question mark at first, and but then later yeah. I, I wrote it down. I, I mean, yeah. I knew it, but I, was like, I <laughs> so, just did it that way. <laughs> but wouldn't Bob Morton <laughs> know about this though? I don't know. Like no. that's um. He was not a senior advisor. That's that's the key word. So Johnson might know. Oh. You think Johnson might know? I don't think he was there to like. I ain't buying that for a dollar. I, th- I think I think Dick Jones snuck <laughs> that in. People fucking love yeah. that. Well, I, I wanna, got him knowing. I want to give a shout out to uh, <laughs> Channel One Hundred and One when they did a shot for shot remake of RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely check it out. I think it's on Vemo and um, Vemo Vimeo. That, that's Vimeo. been screwing me up. Like this app that you can pay people with, and like, and then you can also Vemo, show movies. Vimeo, yeah. Vimeo, Vimeo, and also on YouTube, I recommend checking out like. Every single scene, every um, single scene is is a shot for shot remake. Like, and it, like this all happened. This whole thing. This scene was done with puppets, <laughs> which oh, is wow. like the bank robbery scene. Mm. So it's like it's 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 the artistic interpretation of <laughs> uh, a remake, and I I really I really admire someone doing something like this because I feel like this movie is definitely the film to do it on with the artistic interpretation. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I have fun with it. <laughs> do you want to? Should we talk about like Popper Hoban movies? And let's just talk about Popper Hoban. Uh, this okay. is like the master of like our of, of you know future America essentially, right. you know, or and future he, future nationalism and stuff like that. And he's uh, not American. Right? Not American at all. He is from he is from the Netherlands. He is a Dutchman. He's a Dutchman, and I can understand him in interviews about half the time because of that. So. One, one thing I, I really yeah. like about him is his energy. Is like he is just like if you see like interviews with him, uh, Paul is just very like mile a minute guy, right? He, he's just trying to get stuff done. Like imagine him on a film set. One of the things I would really love to see, and this is why I'm like, oh he man, be very intense. <laughs> is that, you know that, so every single one of his scripts, so every director has, like, a, his go-to, like, script, you know, a, um, not a script supervisor, but an actual, like, you know, in his notebook, and what he does is that he's a, he's also an incredibly, uh, painter and drawer, oh. and he draws, actually, all his, throughout all his notes, there's actually drawings. Storyboards on the Storyboards. Side. So, <clears throat> like, so, he gets ideas, and, and he so, just breaks down So, everything from RoboCop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers, Showgirls, Basic Instinct, Hollow Man... They are these, yeah, storyboards that are that are kind of incorporated with his notes, and I would just love to watch a movie just like that. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> probably the most yeah. iconic scene yeah. in modern. This is day. one of my favorite scenes. Uh, yeah. uh, RoboCop first yeah. showing up, rustling uh, some, yeah. some, some kind thugs of his, that like, are trying, to, trying to rape a girl. Like you see him in his full. Yeah, this is his like total, totally Charlie Bronson moment. Yeah. <laughs> His directive two: protect the innocent. Targeting. Boom. Oh, in right the dick! The, right through the woman's skirt, right into the dude's nuts. Shot which, in the dick. Right, which was? Yeah, I mean, that's like that's what you get, bro. Yeah. Like, and, this is RoboCop we're dealing with now. 
and was made up on the spot. Yeah. It was it was originally just shoot him in the head, but then for some reason the master, Paul Verhoeven, said, Oh hey, why don't we shoot them in dick? <laughs> yeah. Just shoot, shoot them in the in dick. dick. Shoot them in dick. And I love, and I love how he's like he, he's consoling and he's, he he wants to call a a, a crisis center yeah. for her. That was nice. That's look funny. at look at this like that, that, that's that's a masterpiece scene like right there. Like got Dumb City the future uh the future and you have like RoboCop, <laughs> and it's and it's very almost like kind of like a Western shot that they did right there too, like where it's like the marksman uh, yeah. gunslinger, like boom. No, another movie <laughs> that I think that pulls from a lot of it is uh, Nicholas Lenny reference Drive. I think like a lot of this is very you know very little scene from our uh, little like said from our protagonist about, yeah, okay. driving around in like this sort of apocalyptic you know neon city kind of thing. Like, I think like yeah. there's a lot of that there. Also, call back to uh, the Dan White, sadly Harvey Milk assassination that mm. happened. Um, if you look closely, this guy here in the scene is eating a candy bar, uh-huh. very similar to the Twinkie defense uh, system, and the mayor being held hostage. <laughs> so, oh yeah, this scene right here where yeah, it's like the councilman's uh, going crazy and yeah. making demands and yeah. Essentially, uh, yelling at the cops for uh, whatever he wants because he's not happy he didn't get reelected, right? Yeah, the people <laughs> said no to him. Yeah, which uh, sounds like similar to another guy yeah, that I uh, that my, uh, several people that exist like in this of... in political world today. Yeah, stay out of oh, trouble, dude. Weird. I was just my finger was grazing over that line. <laughs> this, is, this is from Chris's four notes. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of trouble. He's, he, yeah, he's he's beating me to all the all the good lines. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Here's your commercial, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. the famous uh, propaganda commercials. Yeah. The play on uh, Battleship. Yeah. Don't hit that button. No more military. Put, and, 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 it, and it's a. And, and I like how they Shit, use the son. red button. It's gonna be. It's like you hit the red button. Hey, the I told button. you. Hot button topics. This movie is about hot button topics. <laughs> but what is the what is the Butler Brothers? Who? What, why is that a thing? I don't know. The Butler Brothers. It's like the uh, it's like Hasbro. Or, yeah. uh, no, no, it's um, making fun of like like. Um, uh, Mattel, uh, uh, Parker Brothers. Parker, Parker Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, the guy, the people who made uh, Monopoly, or at least made a Monopoly of Monopoly. I wonder if they, <laughs> they, they chose Butler because they're like buttheads. Yeah. For uh, making that game. But <laughs> and then. I don't know. Bob Morton. I don't know. Bob Morton. Miguel Fierro. I, I wrote that name down for some reason. Butler Brothers. Butler Brothers. <laughs> Butler Brothers. I, thought, I thought it might mean something later on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, is Ronnie Cox the same villain in Total Recall? Is Dick Jones is like... I always like, thought he played the same character in that movie. Yeah. But weirdly enough, always is a nice guy usually in the other movies that you've seen him in. Like, I'm a big fan of the movie called Deliverance. Um, oh yeah, he's, he's, that. yeah, he's, yeah. he's probably got the worst. Honestly, like, I, I death don't remember scene. him in that. <laughs> just they find him on a log, just like tangled up, <laughs> like is in the water, right? Oh, and he could also what, what's the? Uh, he's a um, he could actually snap his. Uh, he's he's double jointed. Oh. He was double jointed. So when you see him in Deliverance, dead like that, he's actually like been able oh. to like he's able to like twist his, his body his down. Body. Oh, yeah, wow. so, so Ronnie Cox, a man of many talents, right there. So. Great name. So this is this is the scene for me is like you can make a lot of uh, allegories to the Trump era or Nazi Germany, but this scene to me when he's talking to Bob Morton, Miguel Fierre. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned his name. Um, <laughs> and is that when Dick Jones and and is that is he's talking about on here about Ed two oh nine, you know, and he had all these spare parts for twenty five years. He was ready to go. Yeah. But who cares? 
<laughs> who cares if it works? Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that, that's capitalism at its yeah, finest. Yeah. Who, who cares, cares yeah. if it works? Yeah. And I'm just like, that's the scene right here, you know, in, with <laughs> Robocop. Like, that is just like, man, like, we live in that society. You don't even know if, if uh, Morton's uh, intentions are, are that either. Like, it, who cares if it works? Like, if, like this. I Robocop, think he's he's, uh, he's Dick Jones, Android twenty years younger. Dude, yeah, it's, he's the yeah. same. He's, they're the same guy. He's excited that it's working, I think, and he's using that to his advantage, I think. Well, but, when he um, tells Johnson, you know, you see an opportunity, you can take it, and he take it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. So I, I feel like that could be him later on too. You know? Yeah. By the way, did you ever notice in the bathroom scene where they have the, like you know, their gold card bathroom? Yeah, yeah, and they let him in. Yeah. <laughs> Is that there's like a foot pedal scene to like polish your shoes? Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see that. The little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel, like, shoe buffer. I feel like OCP is probably Trump Tower. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, like it's, it's just, yeah, just yeah. overly lavish yeah. and just like... Yeah, super. But cheap at the same time? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like, like shit doesn't really yeah. work. It's all fool's gold. Yeah, but they're still all... trying to fuck over humanity, and that's the, the, the part that makes well, it Who sense. cares if it works? <laughs> <laughs> who that's, cares? Those are the conversations <laughs> that happen there. I had you parts You want to live forever? <laughs> yeah, that's another good line, Steve. I, I really like that line. Yeah. He yeah. uses that again like in Starship Star Star Troopers, Troopers, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and the but makes it more like uh, Planet of the Apes. So, yeah. 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 Come on, you apes. You want to live forever. Yeah, yeah. But I think also something that he doesn't, uh, Verhoeven doesn't search at Troopers is you know the intercutting of all the commentary. I think yeah. he he punches it up scenes. even more. Yeah, yeah, he does punch it up more. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like and it's that. a little bit more tragic, but like they take it lightly as well. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's like this. Like what he's getting here is like headline news. Yeah, Twitter headline news yeah. before you know Ted Turner and and Roger Ailes. And then I think in Search of Troopers, it's more like, that's just YouTube. That's like Alex Jones. Yeah, it's full on, like Further on in the future. Yeah. Attention span is like... What it's become. Yeah, yeah it's like... It's the evolution of Paul Verhoeven in, in sci-fi films. It's funny. And, yeah, like, and, and he's done get... three good ones, you know? It's like Paul Verhoeven. I, I'm a big fan of showgirls. Is... I will say that. I think if you, you get the right mood... I saw it on my birthday in 35. <clears throat> in a theater. It's a, and yeah. It's a good movie. It's a fun film until the yeah. there's a scene at the end where everyone kind of gets bummed out. But, yeah. um, you know, so, but yeah, Showgirls, its own world that I love to say. Like, I actually think it's definitely a better movie than Basic Instinct. And oh, like, absolutely. Everyone, are you a Basic Instinct fan? Like, I feel like the story itself is just some sort of like, wanted to do Hitchcock. It's like a tired detective. Yeah. But nothing really happens that's like cool. Like, I know mean, you're. It's more descriptive. You know, it's like. You know, it's kind of like a longer type of uh, wannabe. But, uh. It's definitely a lot of, lot it's of, definitely a lot of different. Wolf, like, yeah. Like, um, procedural stuff going on. Um. You're the main weapon is an ice pick. That's like the lamest weapon ever. Like, no one, no one gets killed from an ice pick. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was funny because, uh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I never got it. Which but, uh, is funny like because because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah character is a writer, but yeah. she's also a killer. So. But maybe it was. Yeah. I I just think there's this, there's this like this quality that like that that movie just goes down as like this cheap level, and then I feel like that Showgirls gets like yelled at for being cheap, but really has a lot more going on underneath the film in general. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, it's it's just with Paul Verhoeven movies because he can really take them on service level as 
And for a while, I thought they were like jokes, except for Robocop and then Total Recall mm. and all the movies. <clears throat> and then, but you actually get into it. Like, a lot of this is a nature of a man who grew up during Nazi Germany. Mm. And I feel like that that's a huge influence that has happened to him where he's seen like the decimation of society and essentially a great evil coming through. And so, yeah. And so I think he connotates it with like technology and capitalism and sexuality. And, and I think talks that, about all yeah. those things. It makes it very prevalent. And yeah. That's, that's but entertaining. It, yeah. That's the end of the day. It's like, when you're watching movies, are you entertained, though? Yeah. 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 So. It's like in Starship Troopers, it's like a lot of the, a lot of the people in that movie are like better, like not veteran actors. They're all new a lot faces. Of soap opera actors. You know? Yeah. It's like, so. it's like when you watch it, it's, it's like watching the soap opera. By the way, where's yeah. Michael Ironside in this whole movie? I always he think that Michael... I call sheet on this one. Maybe. So I heard he was almost Robocop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was, yeah, that that was like... Yeah. It was him and then uh, uh, Rut- Rutger Hauer. That'd be interesting because, I mean, especially with Murphy being like this sort of this all-American like police officer in the beginning. Like, yeah. yeah. What would that... Would, would come off like the Hitcher more, like way more like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like what's so, going yeah. on? So yeah. he, he was too big to fit the costume. Yeah, essentially, he, yeah, and they had to. So, they really, had really, had to, Weller was uh, skating enough to fit in there. So but that's like, yeah, that's awesome. So that would have been crazy because then you have a connection to Blade Runner after that. Yeah. If, if that yeah. happened, yeah, that would have been. Um, yeah. Or even like Rucker Howard as Boddicker would have been good. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Just um, it would have pushed. Well, I mean, that's John Ryder. It would have pushed John Ryder. It would have pushed his yeah. limits a little bit. I he think definitely yeah. should have been part of like the villain. Yeah. Like, or even Michael Ironside taking uh, Clarence Boddicker would have been good too. Like, well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. come on, Kerwood Smith. I mean, we got to give up for Kerwood Smith. But no one did it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like uh, Kerwood yeah. Smith. Yeah, he's like uh, Jack Nicholson couldn't play a better role. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> he well, yeah. couldn't do that. Ja- Jack Nicholson <laughs> is the Joker. Yeah, and, and all, yeah, yeah. no offense to Heath Ledger or yeah. Jared Leto, whatever you feel on it. It's like they're great interpretations of another character or even now Walking Phoenix which now is supposedly may not yeah, be uh, the Mark, Joker Mark it might Hamill be some... too I guess is oh, part yeah. of that group as well yeah, Mark Hamill with the yeah, voiceover group yep, um, yep. but I mean like but in the end it's like you kind of think about like kind of Jack Nicholson is the Joker no, I feel he like is. he is, like, yeah. he is my, my he's Joker. established as the Joker yeah. definitely that, that, I mean, that was like one of the first movies I ever saw so that's like yeah that's that's kind of hard Shoes to I, great performances <laughs> who play the Joker afterwards, but at the same time, it's like there's this sort of thing that's embedded in your mind. And then if you just look at like the last like you know Jack Nicholson's history, like thirty years before this, like he's playing some version of that from The Shining. A lot, a lot of, yeah, yeah. Nest, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, he's well, he's the trickster. Yeah, he's, yeah. On, on that, and, and then just those eyebrows, man. He's iconic. Yeah, for those and that smile. It's like really, yeah. You gonna fuck with me? I think John Johnson <laughs> could have been a uh, if, if, if Jack Nicholson got like sick. You know, John, Don Johnson could have been the Joker, but that's just me. Like uh, Don Johnson. Don Johnson. It would have been a good actor. Good, good actor, but uh, I, I know, know everyone. Everyone. Everyone has their issues with Don Johnson. I think. I don't, I don't know if I just seen him. Him and David Carradine. Maybe. I just haven't seen him in enough stuff. You know. Oh, him. you got you got to watch Cold in July, and you know, in I haven't seen it. Uh, and then Brawl and Salt Lake '99. Talk about it. Talk about a, a second career right there. Yeah. One of the things is which is with Weller's performance is that here's a guy who comes in who could have been another iconic '80s hero, which is Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, and it bombs for various <laughs> he, reasons. Yeah, he was just coming out of you know? that, and he knew the producer, I think, from that. Right? Yeah, and then, but the thing is, is that he he's not really necessary as an actor. Like, you could have just gotten a double for all the other scenes, or had a uh, yeah robot. Well, didn't they just do that with like <laughs> the, the, Hall- the new Halloween movie? Like Nick Castle played like 
you know, Michael Myers in with, like all the, the with mask, masks, right? and then a lot of the scenes with all the stunt it was another it was another actor. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, well, like it's like it's just How everything. Do you like, it's like, why did you even do that? Yeah, like yeah. it's interesting. It's like and, and also like kind of the risk of that, where it's like your character, the main character that you're playing is is covered up for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually the mouth like a, is. I mean, yeah. like the you know the mouth is very recognizable, so maybe. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, some people say they can recognize Val Kilmer's mouth on Batman Forever that compared to George Clooney. Or, or I, but I think it's interesting. Like I think can, I can tell yeah. all, all yeah. of them apart. Well, it's, I feel like one's a better. Well, Clooney knows what he did wrong, but uh, but I think some are better Batman's and other are better are better Bruce Wayne's. No, totally. And, yeah. and I feel like yeah. with Murphy, you know, it's a whole it's like, new, that's a yeah. whole different talk. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it's just interesting, like, just to have to, like, suffer through, like, this metallic piece that, you know. I mean, that that heavy suit, I mean, yeah. I think it was, like, 30 pounds or 40 pounds, right? And they had to build, like, a, an air conditioner because he was just, like, losing hella, yeah, hella yeah. weight. Yeah. Well, and then, like, three pounds a day, yeah, I think I read. Yeah. I always mess up his name. He's a, he's a three-name actor who played him in part three, who played Murphy, Robocop, in part three. Oh, um, yeah. I know. <laughs> I want to yeah, make reference to that. The, the little spike that he pops out of his his, uh, his hand, and he just injects it into a, a computer board, <laughs> much like R2-D2, yeah. with his yeah, little stick thing. He's definitely, yeah, his little he pops robot into the Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like, pops into the system. I'm going to talk to this building right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's go in this dark alleyway. So and it's I can always get into this fucking whenever they did the vagina. <laughs> they just uh, he, he has the, the robo the robo tube. Let's just say the robo insert. Devil's and then, uh, <laughs> he can upload, and that was a fake arm with the spike on it. Like so, whenever it pops out, that's like another like that was like a animatronic kind of thing that they used for that. It wasn't him. Same thing with the leg. Whenever he uh, pops his, his gun back into his leg, that's a that's an animatronic uh, RoboCop leg right there, and then it just pops the gun in because you know yeah. it's like that's that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think after well, we have our TJ, TJ Laser flashback scenes. I think this movie would go great with uh, Jingle All the Way. I think oh, this yeah. movie is actually yeah. A yeah we move. talked about that. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. You think about it. It's almost a shot for shot remake. It's almost a shot for shot. <laughs> Where Arnold uh, sees uh, Turbo Man on TV and, and copies him later on in the film. By the third Just, act, I mean, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Turbo Man, you know, and then he must get the toy. Ma- <laughs> another Man in the Suit movie. <laughs> man in the Suit, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but high-tech suit. <laughs> yeah, for the tragedy. Here's another thing I always really could kind of play around with, like the Jesus allegory with this is that yeah. his son is dressed up as the devil. Oh, I was gonna say that. Yeah. So I was like, I was gonna so, say why? Why is his son dressed like a devil? Like, what, who made that decision? Yeah, like, this is weird. Like, okay, decision. yeah, my son will be the devil yeah, for Halloween. Like, that's great. Yeah. That's why great. is his son not TJ Laser? Yeah. Why wasn't it that? The costume was too expensive. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Verhoeven's saying is you know uh, God, Jesus, whatever is the uh, the father of the devil. Maybe I don't know. Uh, think about that. That's think about that, America. I'm sure there's a a book on that somewhere. Yeah. Well, I think probably not Robert related to about Robert. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to buy his book. <laughs> and this scene right here at yeah. the club reminds me of the Terminator scene when uh, when Terminator first goes into a yeah. club. And you know? in the uh, club scene in Fright Night, do you remember mm. the sequence um, when uh, when uh, never seen oh, Fright Night. Chris Randon's uh, vampire character like attacks, attacks him. It's like this is like '80s the club scene. It'd be kind of funny if, um, you know, if uh, the Terminator and RoboCop like brushed aside each other and like, 
oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> they both did, like, their infrared thing on them. Like, on right other. there instead. Yeah. <laughs> when there's, like, the predators, like, outside. Oh, yeah, I love that part. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He hits his gun away and, like, some party and just grabs the gun yeah. in midair and is like, yeah, oh, cool, this is great. It's cool prop, bro. <laughs> Barry Hoban right there, yeah. No, I... Or, uh, no, he, he I know he, he makes a cam in, uh, cameo at some point, but I don't, I don't it know looks like a, part of it. It looks like a bunch of Verhoeven's are going Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was like oh, man, the, the dude who, tell, the who like eggs him on to like kick him in the nuts and shit. Yeah. Oh, reflection shot. <laughs> oh. Coke shot. A bunch of Bob, coke being done. Bob, don't do cocaine. Bob's about to have a party. <laughs> this might be the most cocaine I've seen in a movie next to Wolf of Wall Street and Boogie Nights yeah. in using, uh, of usage of well, cocaine. Ha, ha, do you know how many times they submitted this to the MPAA? I hear like 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah I think it was like, I think it was 10, or I read mm. 10 times before they got the R rating. Yeah. Which is, what? that's Pretty understandable after watching this version of it. I'm like, wow, yeah, this is this is a pretty rough movie. <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, we're about to see like a, I think one of the the most like horrific another another horrific death scene right here. Yeah. Um, which I I think that's what I love. In a sense, it's a funny word saying love, but what I miss about a lot of movies is that, especially action films, is the explanation of like of death and suffering. Which you don't really see nowadays. Like when you see a character get killed, like it's kind of a cutaway. You don't see them like you know the actor like reacting so much to it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's like you know you see this you know character of Bob Morton being shot in the legs, and you feel every single shot. You know that's yeah. going into his leg, and and now it's like now it's like you see that same scene happening. You'd be like. He might be shot like once in that leg, leg, and then once in the shoulder, and then you just be like, oh, and, yeah, yeah, and then you, and then they just like they would cut to the grenade. Yeah, blow yeah. it up. That's it. And you're like, wait, like <laughs> we're not gonna show the whole thing. And there you go. Here's some 1984 kind of you know Big Brother moment. You get that cut, that close up of uh, Dick Jones talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, like time. That is a fat explosion but from I, from our grenade. I wanted to make that's a, a reference to that. Pretty like He put he put uh, Dick Jones on the on the TV, and he had a DVD. It was on disc. It you know, was on disc. Oh, wow. I, 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 I actually that, yeah. crossed it out because I, right. I was like, I know this part. See, I wrote a VHS, but it was like, no, it's not a tape. It was a DVD. Yeah. Dude, like, it's actually I, a disc. Because yeah. I wrote it down before it actually happened. I was like, whoa, it was actually a disc. Yeah. But, see, they're they, ahead of their they game. Knew they did some Spielberg Minority Report there. There was yeah. like a whole right. research team. Like, so, oh, uh, what do you it was think? actually yeah. on disc. By the way, uh, I love a drug dealer that just walks around with a bottle of like cognac or wine in his hand. Yeah. And oh, his yeah. cocaine yeah. factory. And he dips his fingers in it, and he puts yeah. it up his nose and sniffs it after he does yeah. some coke. That's a brandy glass, by the way. That's a I, brandy glass. Nice. I don't actually think that's cocaine that, that Botter's... He's sniffing think, in that little... I think I think he has actual like sinus problems. Because oh. I, I, for some reason, I he, just, coke. he seems like a kind of guy who doesn't party to me. He's mm. like... He's all he doesn't get high in his own supply. Well, I think he does it, but just as fancier than that little device he's got to snip it up his nose real quick. That's why I thought it was coming. I wonder if this is like the same factor that ended up producing Nuke in the in the other oh. sequels. You know, yeah, because that guy was. I don't know if he was into the Nuke though. I, I feel like Bodiger Bodiger is not not a, he doesn't get high in his own supply. I really okay. have to put that down. Is that hmm. he's just above that? I mean, like, he doesn't seem like it. He's just maybe just. Fucking radical. He's just really That's, fucking into it too. Yeah, it seems like it. it he seems just, like he's, he is, he's, he's but pure anarchy. Like he's he's like Ledger's Joker, though. I think. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. very very similar wow, in a good. lot of ways. That's, that's a good comparison. I like that. Yeah, 
I think he's he's in it for just and the they're chaos. like blow his head off. Tigers are playing tonight. I would like to watch a baseball game with a game with Clarence Potter. I love the Tigers game. He's probably gonna bet you something. If you lose, you better not lose. Somebody toss the cocaine. Somebody flush it. I really feel like he's like one of those like yeah he's he definitely doesn't get hot in his own supply kind of guys. I mean, I believe you. that you say it because I mean, I think I think Dick Jones is a cokehead. And that's the whole problem going on at the time. Yeah, the only thing they don't show it. They don't show, show it. it. They don't show, show it at all. Yeah. But he totally seems like he well, has that anger. Bob Morton that, is Dick Jones. That paranoia. Yeah. He has all that yeah. stuff. Like you could, to- I could totally see him in like in the bathroom. Like yeah, maybe that's what he was doing when yeah. he was taking a shit. Supposedly, where his he pants are like, literally down, yeah. down to his ankles. Like and no. they hear, they hear him talking shit about him. He's like, like motherfucker, I'm this shit right now. Who cares? And he pulls his hair. Wow! Yeah, he actually pulled his hair back, like he's like getting really kind of intimate with it, like even though he's like scolding him, but he pulls more in hair. And he's so, like, wow! <laughs> here's something that's like film 101, and I didn't know. I was doing some research when after watching this is oh. that the fight, the the gunfight scene in the warehouse here was supposed to be a lot shot. longer. Oh, but because of um, frame rate, supposedly like the guns were going off way too faster for the cameras to capture, so Ooh. they. Slowed it down. So they had to, like, they just essentially just, like, chopped it up really fast. Oh. Kind of thing. But it was supposed to be, like, way more epic. But I feel like this movie's also, like, this scene goes on for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think at the same yeah, time, it's does. like... They, they did a good job on this, though. I also think, oh, worst henchman in the world. Kills your own boss. I love that scene right there where he goes... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one of the best movements. He had to study, uh, Peter Weller had to study ballet for this, right? Or he just chose to or something like that, right? I hear this. Steve, do you have anything on <clears> this? dancing? Oh, or, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I heard he he did just to get those movements right. But I think it was just one of the producers or something that kind of told him to kind of like get into it a certain way. Because like the, the movement of the suit was so hard to do. And like it looked so fake with him just walking in a suit. So he had to do these crazy movements. But I think... That it worked to its advantage because it makes it really seem fluid. Like, yeah. like when he turns a corner, he like you know he yeah. he owned it. Like he, yeah. he he seems like a robot. He made he made it work. You know, I, I think there's something here is that I, he's just such a committed actor. He's like he comes from that same method style. That I think that he would probably just do that. <laughs> and I feel like, like have that's, that training. that's the the, yeah. the up he had in this in this role. I think. Uh, yeah. By the way, also a uh, movie that he did because he didn't do part three was because he was doing a David Cronenberg film, The Naked Lunch. Yeah, Naked Lunch. Yeah, yeah. Naked Lunch. Was, I still haven't. He seen was supposed that. to do this one originally, right? <laughs> or he was supposed to do, or yeah, Cronenberg um, was supposed to do RoboCop one. I, I've heard that, and I've also heard uh, Total Recall. Total Recall, mm-hmm. he worked on for a long time, and I think Jeff Goldblum or um, oh, why am I the pieces just fell on it? Like <laughs> Jeremy Irons or someone was supposed to be in like in Total Recall originally. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this Not Arnold, character. Huh? It's funny because well, they wanted Arnold originally for this. So. That's a good. Kind of that reflective. You're moment. a cop. <laughs> Uphold the law. You can't kill him, Robo. It's like Dick Jones owns. He like basically spills his guts to Robocop right there because he's so scared he's gonna get killed by him. Which I don't know if that's a hundred percent real or not, or if he was just trying to fake it to get his compassion. You know, like Robocop's compassion, because he's using that, because he obviously knows that he's compassionate towards the law. 
So he uses that to. That's the Christ like. Because he, he just. He, he that's that's the like, Jesus story right there. He, threw, the he threw him through like two yeah, windows yeah. and like he thought yeah. he was going to get killed right there. But, and then he like. And he spits in his blood in his face. And then all of a sudden, like, nope, I'm going to bring you in. Huh? I'll give you the chance that no. everybody else gets. Yeah. Is, I mean, is that fair? Is that like, what's fair? He, I think he's he's a he a also. Killer. He knows the rules for Robocop. Yeah, because he's, he's kind of privy connect, to that yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he so he knows, like, if he yeah. if he like refreshes, like, you know, Robocop's he, he, mind. He's, he's not like, even scared oh, of going to jail. He's like, you my but fucking best scene right there. Oh yeah, spit on that paper. Yeah, anarchy right there. Yeah. Also, you know, watching more and more of this, I feel like Chris Nolan really did rip off Dark Knight into this from this movie. No, totally. I think there's a lot of that going on there. The cutting, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think the it, cutting. Yeah, that and Godfather too. <laughs> the city yeah. shots were yeah. too. Yeah, Godfather too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, come on. The whole juxtaposition of three stories going maybe, at once. Maybe that's another. Uh, yeah, another time. Another time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I just always think of like, oh, thanks, Nolan. Like, I love you a lot, but uh, yeah, Dark Knight and Rises. Oh, Dark Knight. And Dark Knight Rises is essentially just his Godfather. That's Godfather Dark Knight right there. Remember? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in the beginning. <laughs> so is, is Chief but... <laughs> Reed Commissioner Gordon? No. No? Uh, He's not uh, as hard uh, as... Uh, uh, I mean, Gordon is not as hard as Reed. No? Reed is just like... He's like Shaft to me. I, think, I don't know. He's like a fucking like get the shit done. Like, yeah. like get your work done. Like, don't fuck with us. Like, we're the cops. You know, like he su- uh, supports think, them hundred percent. And yeah, what I think the cops believe in. I mean, in that type of way, I guess. But um, he's totally like uh, an honest guy. I think, and uh, yeah. I think he uh, has good goodwill. I think Officer Ann Lewis kind of fits that. That role of Commissioner Gordon a little she, bit. She is the more sympathetic like, one. Like a like a younger, more like you know, not not as senior Commissioner Gordon. See, this is the thing is, I I actually personally think, and when I was pretty bummed when they did the remake for RoboCop, is it my Ro- no Lewis? My, so this thing is, in my yeah. version, Lewis exists. Yeah. Like Lewis is like a badass. She even is Frank, a badass. Even Frank Miller's version, which is very you know, very very misogynistic. Um, uh, you should check it out. Some this graphic novel version. It was his original script for RoboCop two. I feel like it's like you really need a punch of the Lewis character. I think mm-hmm. the Lewis character is what really is what makes this film dated. If anything, I feel like if Lewis mm-hmm. was a little, a little yeah. corny, uh, yeah. It, well, it's just sort of this bubblegum popping sort of like whoa. She does that, yeah. But then they're but but she's not that. But, but she's not that. But they don't do she yeah, doesn't do much with yeah. it. Yeah, like, I feel like two they, three. They do more with with Lewis. <laughs> Part two, yeah, she's still kind of in the background, but has a, a yeah. bigger part. But part three, yeah, it's it's sad to see her go, you know, and it's one of those movies where yeah. it's like, but damn, that movie's all that movie's also the, movie's also the end of the trilogy. You got to yeah. kill people off. I, mean, I know, it's, and, it's, I, and I, it's, that was the person to kill off. Yeah. Really, I mean, if you're not going to do RoboCop, you're going to or Reed, you're going to do her, you know, and so that's. I've always wanted to do RoboCop 4 when I was a kid. And RoboCop 4 to me was essentially what they did with Dread. Didn't even see Dread in the building? I kind of rewatched that that not too long ago. So, so, so. No, no, not Judge Dread with Stallone, but you're talking about Dread. Talking about Dread with with Dread. Yeah, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. I see part of that one. Is that you take most of the story takes place in the OCP building and all this other weird technology that's been developing over time and he fights his way up to, like, the board kind of thing. And so, and then you have him and Lewis running around. 
You could just I, for me that like I that's, feel like it can't be done like now. Be this, yeah. But I feel like that's what you needed needed to do, like to like really take that the story any further. And yeah, it's just really strange that like why is Lewis like always kind of in the background when it's like mm-hmm. this is like the number one character you should be working. And she's on. yeah, mm-hmm. she's so. a really strong character. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think. And then when you see, I mean, maybe, maybe they do it to. You know, when she actually does do something <laughs> in the script, like, it's, you know, remembered, you know? Uh, yeah. I think I, it's, like, she falls uh, to that, you know? It yeah. just That's just what you do with some characters. There's so many characters to flesh out in this movie, yeah. and they do a really good job of doing that with a lot of them. Yeah. I also just want to say that, like, this scene right here where uh, RoboCop and Two and I are fighting is that... For some reason, we live in a you know That's a time yeah. <laughs> where you know this has to be like it's cool to see this as practical, uh, but at the same time, it's like most movies now like feel like oh, all these characters need to like fight some inanimate object yeah. of technology, like John yeah. McClane fighting the the F sixteen fighter. You know, uh, most of the second half yeah. of RoboCop, the remake is just this scene for two, for an hour. Yeah, so, um, it's not. Memorable enough either. Like the remake the is, is not like, as memorable either. I, I mean, feel. The, the scene right here is memorable where he can't feel the steps <laughs> and he falls down the steps. Yeah. I thought that was so cute. It, you know, it reminds me of one of my cats or something. Like it's just like yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, like the, the, the voice of like a so, panther or a jaguar. So the yeah. the yeah. the funny thing is when they actually like film this, he, he just made a miniature and just pushed yeah, it down the stairs. Yeah, there's a there's a set. I mean, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautifully like, done. I mean, yeah. like the miniatures on this movie, let me say, are freaking yeah. top notch. Bill Tippett. Yeah. Bill Tippett. Bill Tippett. Yeah. A, uh, you know, also known for uh, Jurassic Park cred and yeah. uh, Dragon Slayer. A lot of other good shit. Yeah. He's he's one of a kind. That guy. So there is actually, as as I was bringing up earlier, there was a Canadian TV mini series. Yeah. Uh, that was a spinoff in two thousand one. That uh, that was what I That's what the one I that found. You're yeah, about? yeah. So it's uh, What's it they have like uh, resurrection, or it's it's called Prime Directives. And there's four parts. Prime so one is a uh, resurrection. Uh, but they they don't use the RoboCop name. Okay. They, uh, so yeah, so it's it's RoboCop, Dark Justice, Meltdown, Resurrection, and then Crash and Burn. Whoa! They were all released in <laughs> 2001. All these Canadian movies. Wow. Yeah, yeah. By the yeah. way. Um, why is it Canadian? Why, why do they take it to the uh, Canadian? Because uh, you can, it just they have tax incentives. I think. Oh, okay. yeah. I think that's, that's so, the so they get like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. basically fi- so fireworks entertainment had had the uh, rights to it. So they and, bought the rights and got to yeah. make the film. Yeah, and they were yeah, like, okay, we want to make it. Yeah, we want to make this a Robocop so canon film, right? Yeah, that is so. That's something that you know you should definitely try and find. It's, uh, it's, on, Prime. It on, yeah, sure. it's on Prime. It's on Prime. You can, yep. you can stream it on Prime. Um, definitely way goofy. Yeah, it's like it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I say uh, you know if you want to start from the bottom to the top, I mean you know uh, that may not even be the worst, but I mean like start from the remake and yeah. then go up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember some of those episodes being like, oh man. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I've never seen those. <clears throat> so, yeah. I, I recommend just seeing if you're a, if you're a fan. I would say just watch the animated series. <laughs> I, I'd rather watch that yeah. if I can, I could find it. I mean, I'm, um, I don't know. You can probably find it online. Yeah. But, um, honorable mentions, uh, RoboCop 2. RoboCop 2? Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. Your own uh, Kirshner's uh, RoboCop 2. <laughs> I mean, the 
the whole idea of like drugs are bad is like the topic of that. Dad of trouble. <laughs> um, you know, they they make a RoboCop that's trying to replace you know our RoboCop with a a drug fiend uh, type of RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Where <laughs> they can feed the drugs into this cop and then it you know that's how it survives and vibes and you know creates it, uh, <laughs> it's a second it, it's, it's, a, it's a third act problem because in the original script um Frank Miller wrote that that character's a failure and then the, Kane. the third yeah, yeah Kane is a failure and then the third act it's um the uh the woman who with the glasses um, oh yeah, in, yeah, in, in this, no, in, she's in, the, she, the real bad guy. The she, corporate, uh, bad yeah, guy. yeah, she indebted and dates herself yeah, yeah. into a CD disc, and then puts oh, herself into the the newest version, and that's the third act. Is so that she's, she's in control. Yeah, so oh, she's wow. in control. Um, and so, yeah, him just going loco from not having his fix, and he's going through withdrawals and yeah. a robot, and then. Wreaking havoc because it, of it. It seems like a dumb idea. Like, oh, let's just make the uh, I, 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 the kingpin the bad guy. At the end. I don't think he. But yeah, yeah. But as a whole, I don't think he's really the bad guy. I think the the lady is. The well, OCP is the old yeah because she works for yeah she's like the new uh, Morton. Like uh, she she fits yeah. you know because he dies probably and then oh, yeah. you know, she, she probably moves up and then has the same intentions. I love to so see Bob Moore like, with like <laughs> animatronic legs and he's just like all pissed. You know, he's, he's like, like you get out of my Pretty sure yeah. <laughs> like, like a clown. Uh, uh, this, guy, like, this guy. This guy. Yeah, an unemployed uh, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember him? Yeah. Hey man. Hey, man. All right. Stop doing that, man. Hey. Hey. I love that guy. Yeah. Just, and like, I like how I they're cleaning like, this up. Yeah, after, like the uh, consequences of your actions. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and he like, just walks in yeah. and he's just like, he tries to hit on the, yep. the secretary yeah, and he's just like, yeah, I'm uh, with Dick Jones. I'm a cool guy. <laughs> and he like, yeah, I think he like puts his gum on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. Her, on her name. <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy is just so, and he's got cuts all over his face. He's just like, looks like shit, but he has a $3,000 suit on and <laughs> smokes right in front of her. It's oh the eighties, man. Everyone was smoking. Everyone was smoking. Still, <laughs> Clarence that was, that was the Clarence part. That, that yeah. should have got an Oscar right there. But you know, Kirkwood Smith should have been nominated for sure. Fuck, I mean, dude. if this, yeah, at least a Saturn Award. Can Give a Saturn Award. To I mean, this is like Smith. all his one-liners yeah. in this movie. Yeah. I mean, the things. Fangoria Chainsaw Award. Come I mean, on. I mean, that's, <laughs> Just give him some. Give him some kind of give this man a dick tug job or something, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know what would have been great if he just like killed Dick Jones right here, like and shit. Yeah, yeah, like he could have overthrown. Yeah, but, but he knows none of the technology shit that you know, or has. But the, Dick Jones is no keys to that. Who you know? cares if it works? No, but he's got the keys, and he knows you know the keys. I'm saying. He knows uh, the ins and outs yeah. that he doesn't have. Think about like it, corporation. Though. What right? if Clint Bodiger just what killed the Dick? Po- what uh, would Dick be the point of him doing that? Here. Because, you know, he's not going to take his place or anything like that. He's just a, still an underground yeah. crime lord guy. He's, like, making his his big break with him, you know? Well, that's the great thing about Clint Bodiger is he knows, that's his, what they're talking he knows about right his place here. and he knows how to, like, but he knows he can move up <laughs> yeah. at any time. Yeah, and he knows that, but he's not going to give him that. See, he, he's just telling me, he's like, yeah, there's this uh, new job. Murphy. You know, it's, it's like, it's totally Murphy. not about Murphy. It's like so many, <laughs> so many things, like the, the ooh, and the, like the, like, you know, the, the happy moments are about Murphy, which makes, the, I think, the what viewer think. Uh, it's like, it <laughs> may, it, that's what makes you, you know, Robocop like is Robocop almost, so much, because he's so personable. <laughs> 
is well, it's John McClane is the antagonist yeah. to you know Hans Gruber's men to get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's he's preventing them. He's yeah. coming in and he's fucking up with their plans. That's essentially <laughs> the question to a lot of eighties action movies is that you know like from Riggs and Murtaugh and Lethal Weapon to Die Hard to Robocop, like are they actually the antagonists to the actual story? Like they're preventing you know again it's the sense of our but, police preventing yeah. the story from happening. Yeah. State of the art bang bang. State of the art bang bang. That's... I wrote superior firepower because of uh, aliens. I don't know why. Nice. Good Talk about protagonist and antagonist. Who's in the hideout now? It's him. And then who's going in is the, yeah. is, is, the, is the game. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, wow, yeah, there's a, there's a flip on that. Yeah, there's a flip. Yeah. yeah. So I, was, I thought it was the same. I thought it was the same hideout here from the beginning, right? Yeah. It's the same hideout. It almost feels like it. It could be. It, it, it could be another place, but like Detroit's just filled with like old automotive, you know, factories. Oh, yeah. Could almost be like it's Ford in the beginning and then Chevy. At the end or um, I wanted to call back yeah. is that when he's putting his sight back on is baby food. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all baby yeah. food. It's, all yeah. food. Yeah. it's like the baby food that he was supposed to eat, but it's in a jar. Not that <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think it's just like. Like, stuff, hey, it's stuff that, uh, that Lewis grabbed from the station. Nothing reversed. Nothing reversed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I, I like that that one scene where homie gets one of the best scenes coming around. Oh! oh in the toxic waste. <laughs> Spills out the backside and fucking. Did he get like melted or something? Almost. It's yeah. it's it's like it's melting right now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> incredible like melting man. Citizen Toxie. Yeah, hey, look at his hand. Yeah. Like they look all yeah. Like this oh. is fun. This is like throwing spawn nightmare, bones, dude. dude. Yeah. Just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> just kill me. Yeah. Like shit, son. That's what he was asking. I think. Pop, pop me with that gun out. right quick. But he just pops out at the right moment here, and then just gets ended. <laughs> oh man! So you with that shit? Yeah, it is some, <laughs> some, some Peter Jackson shit, really. <laughs> oh man, I feel like Lloyd Kaufman was trying to—he was calling up his lawyers right when that scene was going on. Like, yeah. No, they totally took my idea. <laughs> Toxic Avenger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Toxic Avenger. Yeah. No, this this scene is like Toxic Avenger. It always reminded me of that yeah. scene, actually. Yeah, and then like again, like Lewis just gets shot. Oh, man, oh, forget about her. She's <laughs> like, done. Like that. Yeah, they'll fix you. Yeah, they fix that. Little, little straw dogs <laughs> moment right there. A uh, little broken sunglasses, broken glasses, right there. Yeah. yeah. I like how he walks on water right there. Well, that's another Jesus it's, allegory. It's, 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 right? It's, Jesus. I just realized. Yeah, it's Jesus. It's very emotional but with scene the, right here. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, uh, it's been like Terminator Two. It always reminds me of like, <laughs> yeah. Where, where yeah. Ten thousand stabs Terminator, and then all of a sudden, you know, boom. But then it doesn't do that. out right there. Yeah. Like, oh my god. That was, that's also, a horrible uh, hot, hot right fuzz there. there. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, hot fuzz kind of has that reference. Yeah. Yeah, it does. When he pop pops oh on the pops his jaw. Oh it's like they're both like <laughs> they come out of this like both like clean to life. Yeah, Robocop's in a better situation. No, definitely. Yeah, like, he has nothing like mortal to mortal. Worry about. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like, she's got, she got shot like three times and then still like did her part, you know, the yeah. best she could. He, he, homeboy can still fucking, uh, uh, lift shit off himself. Conference table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have to say something. Clarence Bodiger, is he Van Helsing? Because he like spears him in a chest. With, there's no chest in Robocop. Like, yeah. Is he a vampire hunter? <laughs> like, what's it going is, on there? Maybe it is Robo Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh here, here comes another one. The live action into uh, a nine, right there. Oh, not that one, but there was there was a live action or a, a scale into uh, a nine yeah. that was very impressive, but very still. <laughs> Didn't really move much. Two o nine. It's like there's a handful of shots where it's actually the the full scale into a nine. I think that's one of them where it's getting blown up because it couldn't really move that good. Yeah, yeah, I I just, he's like, yeah, I took care of that one. Yeah. 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 Robocop is definitely uh, the top dog. Yeah. <laughs> the legs, legs are still moving around. Like the sound effects of that scene where it falls down is really good, too. Yeah. Like the. Very good stuff. So look at the transatlantic buildings right there. Yeah. It's just like an over exaggerated pyramid. It could be. It could be that building, yeah. That's the thing I was telling you about. Like, oh, the, <laughs> the sound effect, that, <laughs> that, that whooshy uh, sound effect. <laughs> it happens in the grocery store the first time when he uh, is stopping the robber. Uh, okay. Right there, too, it goes like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really iconic kind of like sound effect to me. Yeah. I don't know. If, it always sticks out to me for some reason. So how do you break direct, uh, Directive 4? Uh, no senior officer can... Uh, you know. <laughs> By the way, the one thing also tube TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use your robo dick. Oh, yeah. yeah, just like R two D two. Show them what's uh, the Show truth. Or, Johnson, <laughs> Johnson. The problem. Now the board's like, all right, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, he's the most <laughs> exaggerated <laughs> death scene. <laughs> we don't know why that is. Yeah. Actually, that, 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 him falling yeah. is actually a wax like a puppet. Yeah, like yeah, the arms bars. Did not That's look why right. his arms are so long it's so because weird. he has like why uh, yeah. rods yeah, yeah. like pulling his arms. Like they could have just done out. a blue screen, like jump or, jump on a you know big pillow or something, you know. Or you just do a cut to him just on the on the ground, like yeah. dead. Yeah, like yeah. Hey, do you why this? Murphy. Or have Murphy. the dummy hit the ground or whatever, you know. I did to say though, poor Peter Weller. I my heart goes out to him, you know, having to deal <laughs> with all that bullshit. Like it's the most like painful like performance I've seen yeah. in a movie where it's like it's gonna be great I swear to you it's gonna be great but <laughs> <laughs> you might wear this suffer. 50 like, pound costume yeah, all the time yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at least day. the second one they, they appeased him with uh, the fiberglass costume <laughs> instead yeah, <laughs> like, they, uh, they, lighter. they made it better and uh, that's about it for it was a great. Oh, oh, oh! I wanted to say this too. Oh, we didn't talk about Joust Macano. Joust Macano. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote that down in my notes. Like, yeah. like and William Sandel actually so was what, really good. What else is Basil uh, Polidorus? Music by Basil. Uh, uh, actually, Steve. doesn't do call back part to the two. thing. Yeah. Call back to the thing right here. Yeah. Yeah. Basil Polidorus did the first movie, but not the second movie. I thought. I think I told you I was like I thought he did all three but he didn't he didn't, he didn't do part two he did part one and three only so he did two I don't know it's it like Brian something I don't know it's like <laughs> well, it was, it was <laughs> an imposter yeah yeah some, some, imposter. I don't know but uh, weird thing about this movie you, did any of you know it was nominated for two Oscars 
and one one honorary Oscar for sound effects. Ah, yeah. the honorary Oscar for sound effects. Yeah, which was not a thing yet. Oh. It was nominated for best sound and best edit film editing. Yeah. Definitely, I would say. Can you believe that at the fucking Oscar saying, "Oh, RoboCops, fucking editing"? Isn't that crazy? Phil Tippett, switching producer, two nine sequences by Phil Tippett. Actually, I didn't realize how much Phil Tippett got in cred on the credits in this one. So apparently, this movie was like the way that they came up with this movie, or it was it was kind of conceived on the set of Blade Runner. Okay. Oh, I think I read so, that too. Yeah, yeah Ed Nurmeyer was like, was he was working on it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was working on it. But then uh, he did the opposite or some shit. Man, that would have been. It would have been. It, it would have just like yeah. He it, stole it, the idea. Just it's the flip. It's the flip. And if he had Rucker Hauer being Robocop, it's essentially it's. Yeah. It it's, it's, it's the revenge. Cool. It's the it revenge of the replicants. Yeah. It would have been a darker film for sure. Absolutely. I feel like <laughs> this, this film is. Uh, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think this movie is a dark film. I think it is a. It's not a dark film. It's a, brutal, a gory film. It's a brutal it's film. Brutal. It's like much like real life. Well, that's and, uh, all Verhoeven movies. Is like there's this like darker edge that's underneath it, but they're all entertaining. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like when you like like we saw on the We Should Not Grow Old. It's like uh, it's like very much like a war movie. Oh, I mean, I yeah, think, yeah, like, all those scenes... Maybe that's why scene. there's a lot of gore, there's a lot of, you know, outrage. We're all very, very realistic news towards that. You know? It's very much inspired, I think, by growing but not you know, And I think that's... Yeah, that's a lot of yeah, but I think also just, just thinking about PTSD or what they couldn't call until you had, you know, since Vietnam was going or the evolution is that, you know, Robocop's have a story is like, you know, who is he and, you know, very and he can't call himself anything, you know, he says something that he gives you and he's suffering. And that's why I think that ending on Well, the violence, reaper, that's the reaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it comes to terms with it because it, essentially it is his brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's still his brain. The Frankenstein thing that we're talking about. It's like putting together. It's like he's he's still in the field. It's very touching. It's what makes it. It's very touching CJ there. I mean, CJ Laser. CJ <laughs> Laser yeah I love that no, I think you know who are you at the end of the day and, and it makes you week. smile at the end of the movie because he smiles yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean like no but <laughs> you know, for smile. me it, yeah. that, that, that's, that's a point in the movie where it can be like okay well if you, if you, if you got through all this shit in this movie <laughs> which most people won't <laughs> Or say they have. We've also, I mean, I. On, but if you do, hands. if you do make it all the way through the movie, and then you see that little smirk and that, yeah, yeah, that, what you mean, son? I mean, I don't know. Man, that just does it for me. It makes me like feel good. When well, it happens, like at least you know that like, something good is happening. Yeah, he's the forgotten soldier. <laughs> he's the forgotten soldier that's now finally knowledge that you know he's done something. You know? Like, I mean, is there a point of the sequel at the end? 
me because of that ending. No, really, no. I, I, I feel like you can just end it on that. By the way, I love that the music Show Me Your Spine. What the fuck was that song? Yeah, the credits as they roll. So that, yeah, so that's just for the credits. What the fuck is that song? Like, it's probably. I'm trying to press that button. Oh, like a. No, I think that's the yeah, droids. Be prosecuted by a person droids. Nice. So, so yeah, so it's a nice little. Uh, yeah, they're making sure you're watching. You're making sure you're watching that one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Uh, Paul Verhoeven. We thank Ed you. Neumeier. Uh, that what's the co-writer? The other co-writer's name he always gets misspelled. Matt something. I, don't know. Um, I thought it was just Ed Newmere. Ed Newmere and then Mr. Phil Tippett. And Peter Weller. Yeah, we thank you for this film. Thank it was great, so and uh, we continue to still watch it. Joseph Cano. Uh, put more toys uh, out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Definitely more toys. Absolutely. And then, uh, more hands on that crossovers with uh, oh Robo Vampire. Robo Vampire. Or Robocop exactly. versus Terminator. If you remember <laughs> that comic series. Yep. That was a good one. And uh, this is. Uh, this you guys sign up. This is it. This is Benji. This uh, is Chris. And this is Steve. <laughs> good night. Right. Good night. Night. We went for like two or hours. Or good morning. I don't know.